a lot of us we take it very seriously mm. sometimes we miss the fact that they are actually really just catching up i just yeah. want to know what's going on in your life it's a conversation starter this is the legit podcast hello everyone and welcome back to the legit podcast hello everyone i'm madeline and i'm ritz and here we are today on a very special episode because just around the corner or maybe when you're hearing this podcast it has already happened it's chinese new year Uh, Hmm. happy chinese new year to one and all wherever you are in the world in asia you are celebrating it we wish you a kong si fachai Thank so, you very much. Huh? Yeah. So, um, Adeline, yes. you know, talking about Chinese New Year, but mm. why this is a very special episode. And have you been snacking? Um, where are you going? <laughs> I I I have been snacking a little bit. So, what's your favorite Chinese New Year snack? Ah, uh, I I don't really snack a lot, uh, yeah. especially with Chinese New Year goodies. Mm-hmm. I love potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say if I really have to choose one, that would be pineapple tarts. Pineapple tarts. And, mm, mine's the egg roll, you know? you know, those wafer roll right. thingy. Yeah, and you know that with that, I always tell myself that I shall only have one. And one uh, leads to two <laughs> and a hundred after that. Yeah. You will have that, you will have that entire tub on, on your lap and you'll just be snacking that away. Sure, sure. Yeah, so in this very special Chinese new episode, mm-hmm. I think many of us wherever we are in the world right now, and I know the pandemic has shifted the way we celebrate our festivals as well. Like for example, in Singapore, we can only have like five visitors Correct. at the house every day. Correct. Yeah, but visiting shall still happen, some through Zoom calls, I guess. Yes, yes, but um, a lot of us uh, Chinese families, mm. we can still be very traditional. Sure. So uh, especially for grandparents' houses, we still have to um, mm. visit our grandparents. Now, definitely, it's better because it is less crowded. Yeah. Because sometimes meeting your aunts and your uncles after, mm. what say, the, the entire year, it can feel like a formally dressed interrogation. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. A very smartly dressed interrogation. Right? And Correct. we have so many questions that, uh, you know, sometimes we dread to go there. I mean, we love to see them. But sometimes when they ask the question and they say, oh no, it's happening right now. Correct. And at that moment, you would freeze. Exactly. And that is not a very pretty sight. Yeah. And that's why today we wanted to uh, do a bit of sharing Correct. on how can we answer these awkward family questions and have these awkward family conversations Correct. such that nobody gets harmed in the process. Yeah, without, without throwing any dagger eyes at your aunts or your uncles. Yeah. To be rude, but yeah, hopefully to help you prove through this period. <laughs> yes, yes. So some tips, I mean, based on our experiences and some of our friends, what they have shared, okay, what mm. are better ways we can have these awkward family conversations and still sure. celebrate this year's the uh, the I wanted to say eye of the tiger. <laughs> the year of the tiger, right? Yes, that is right. Yeah, so the year of the tiger, right? So yeah, what are better ways can we do that? So before that, I, I think there are some tips that mm. um we can Keep in mind, yep. it's like a little small little notebook mm. that you can that you can track some of the little tips. Yep. First and foremost, um, when you step into the house, you yep. need to scan around, identify that person <laughs> or that couple of um, aunts or uncles or your cousins who uh-huh. will ask this kind of questions. Most likely, if they've asked you before in yep. the previous year, they they will be the ones that will be asking you such questions. So step number one, identify them. 
hmm, know where they are. So it's like scanning the target. Nah. So yeah, yeah, ear of the tiger, use the eye of the tiger and focus <laughs> on where one. they are. That's a very good one. Yeah. So I guess that you know that if they have asked you these kind of questions before, you are prepared for it. And you know, know some of the questions that they are to be asking, and you kind of like have an expectation of you know how to answer them or what should you do Correct. next. Yeah. Typically, um, there are a couple of top questions that mm. they would ask, and I think um a lot of us who have experienced it before, mm. uh, you will sort of know the genre of questions that they would ask. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that's one important thing. But I think behind every question as well, it's really that uh, they had good intentions, right? So I guess that mm. I think there's this quote that someone said that, you know, all good things in life are stitched by, you know, all things in life are stitched with good intentions itself. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. when you are, even if the question didn't come out right, mm-hmm. but your intention is positive, I guess that everybody has a positive intention behind whatever they are right. saying. Yeah. So I right. guess that sometimes when we are listening to their questions, to think instead of the focusing on the question, focus on what's the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Correct. And if you're able to possibly get to the root of it, maybe it's going to make it easier for you to be frank or be truthful to that person who's asking you that question. Mm, yeah, and have a better conversation in this process. Uh, I'm not really sure, but I hope, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Let's test this out this Chinese New Year, yeah? Yeah, let, let's, let's, of course. So one of the most mm. common type of questions ever since I graduated mm. um, is, do you have a boyfriend or mm-hmm. a girlfriend? Yeah. You know how, how contradicting this is, how it escalated? Mm. You know, when you were in, in uni, right? When I was in university, yeah. what happens is that every single time when I, when I go to my cousin's house, uh, my aunts or my uncles or my grandmother, they would they would say, you know, focus on your studies. Don't start dating. You know, mm. your studies is the most important thing. Yeah. Yet, exactly. immediately after I graduate, <laughs> they would ask me questions like, oh, do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Yep. May I understand where do I find that sold right after I graduate? <laughs> it's waiting for you outside the school gate. Yeah, after you graduate, you throw your head <laughs> and you will run out and say, oh, it's my boyfriend, my girlfriend. Yeah. I, I know. So so this is one of the questions that I mm. believe a lot of people would also mm-hmm. actually encounter this. Mm. So they, uh, they will have aunts or uncles. Maybe they're just trying to create a conversation with you. Yep. Um, yet for students or people like us who just graduated, I mean then, not now. <laughs> <laughs> it can it can be um it can be quite a personal question. Mm. Right. And sometimes we just don't know how to answer them. Yep. So how would you actually answer such question? Mm, I guess one of the ways that I've answered such questions before, because I think this is not common to just Chinese New Year, mm-hmm. for those of us who celebrate in different festivals, for example, Hari Raya, Dipavali, definitely. definitely these questions also comes. Yeah. It's that family gathering, yeah, yeah, and they will be asking you these questions. One way that I've answered this before was that I'll always tell them a date, I'll like say, oh, I think 7 December, and you're like, oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I'll just tell them it's like so you will do that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you know, I just don't say which year. You know, I could be like 10 years from now. But yeah, I'm getting married in December. You're like, oh, that's good a, job. That's Congratulations. A good one. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, so I guess that's a, it's a bit of like, you know, deleting certain selective information so that, you know, it looks good on you. <laughs> yeah. Tip, tip. That's really important. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, I think I think uh, one of the ways that I tried um, mm. answering is yeah. to sort of be a little 
a little cheeky, you know. Mm. I just pick up some snacks, like I mentioned, you know, earlier. Yeah. My favorite snack is pineapple tarts. I'm mm. just gonna say, wow, the pineapple tart tastes so good that I think I'm gonna marry it. I mean, that is of course <laughs> if it fits your if it fits your character, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, you you could attempt. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, so I guess that sometimes laughter or keeping it lighthearted mm. kind of transform that conversation. You know, because sometimes when we have these conversations, it's always the mindset. Sometimes when we go into the conversation, is the mindset is that you know it's me against you itself. Uh, so it, right. it, it's kind of like competition, very confrontational. So yes. you, if you will use laughter, you make it lighthearted, you kind of transform the way that you have that conversation. So it's not me against you, it's like me and you having a conversation. So we turn that wall between you and your relatives into a bridge. So I guess that's a very good way to put it. Correct, correct. Mm. That that is definitely um, really nice. But of course, mm. for those people who are really interested to get to know people, there's mm. no harm telling um, your aunts or your uncles like, mm. oh, I just graduated, but I'm definitely looking to get to know someone better. Yeah. And since that aunt or the uncle is so <laughs> interested in your life, you can ask them, you know, do you have anyone to introduce me? Yep, exactly. Mm. And you know what? You will go and find them for you. They will. So if you don't want them to bug you, then... I mean, cross this out. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, but this is one way to kind of like make a positive continuation to that conversation instead of right. make it confrontational. So that's one way that we can handle that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Correct. The next question, mm. right? Rich, I think yeah. this is um, this is I I feel that this is even more personal. Yeah. Because you know there is always that one cousin. Yeah. That one person <laughs> who is always acing everything. The in overachiever, life. right? Correct. Yeah. And um, as you can see, I'm sitting right here, yeah. right? Um, and reading all the questions, these are some of the questions that I have yep. received over the years and which shows I'm not that higher achiever person. I have that cousin mm-hmm. who is a higher achiever. So um, questions like, have you started working? Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? How much what do is you your earn? job? Yeah, how much do you earn? <laughs> right, because... Like I say, I do understand that they are actually, um, like you mentioned, they have good intentions. They probably want to create a conversation with you, but exactly. this is a bit too intense for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I think one of the things that happen also, right, when you grow up will be like, you know, maybe uh, some of our family members will say, look at your brother. Look uh, at your cousin. <laughs> just a very simple sentence and, you know, ah. Uh, Right. You you just sigh and you know that it's gonna be a long day, a long conversation. I know right? it's yeah. gonna ruin your day because I yep. think, like you mentioned, um, a lot of us we take it very seriously. Mm. Sometimes we miss the fact that they are actually really just catching up. I just yep. want to know what's going on in your life. It's a conversation starter. Yeah. Mm. Try something else. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that one cheeky way that I have done it before was that you know just say that, oh, I have a job and oh, wow. my job is to eat this pineapple tart which you bake. Right, uh-huh. and you kind of like praise and validate yeah. that person itself. And the person, you know, it kind of again transforms the conversation or right. the way they feel, right? Because who doesn't like to be praised, right? Correct. Right. A word of praise goes a long way to like, you know, just make your day with that relative auntie or uncle itself. A lot better, a lot better. I, I believe. Uh, you're killing two birds with one stone <laughs> right there if you didn't realize. But I think that's great. Mm. Um, I think another way to, to do so, mm. I think a lot of times... Um, your aunts or your uncles yeah. that I realized over the years, they are not really um, trying to get an answer from you. Mm. Because I, I realized year in, year out, yeah. it's always the same question. Same they, question. They've never 
they never remember what I shared with them. Yeah. So I realized that yeah, it's they're really trying to start a conversation with you. Yeah, so, you, know, you know they have this 10-year series of questions to ask in Chinese New Year. Before you come, they will open it and they're like, okay. Yeah. Correct, correct. I think this is this is part of um well, part of growing up, uh, for those of mm. you who are listening to listening to this podcast, yeah. um, you will realize that they're asking the same old, same old yeah, question. same old question, right? Yeah. No. So then you should also pick up your tenure series. <laughs> and think what answer should I pick this year? Correct, correct. Yeah. Okay, nice. What other questions have you been asked before? Um, I've just been asked earlier mm-hmm. if I've been snacking. I think that's a very <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's a... I think that's a very nice way to ask. At least, um, at least, uh, I I've got I I can provide you with an answer. You know, sometimes yeah. you don't know if the question is a rhetorical question or yeah. if that is a legit, legit, yeah. <laughs> legit question. Legit question, yeah. Because uh, they ask you, hey, uh, you gain weight, ah? yeah. Like a ah, you know, the Singaporean slang is like a question mark. But uh, is that a rhetorical question? Uh, am I supposed to answer you like a yes or a no? Yeah. So is it yeah. is it a remark or is it a question that is waiting an answer? Correct, correct. So I that is that is um one of the questions that I hate the most because mm. number one, it makes me feel really awkward. Yeah. And um of course throughout the years I, I grow mm. and um yeah, my body changed. So yes, no, maybe I've gained weight, maybe not, but I think that can be that that can, that can come off a bit um it, it, it's not really nice. Yeah, that's true. I guess that. Sometimes when you are given this kind of questions, one of the ways to handle it is to reframe that question itself, mm-hmm. especially if you feel a little bit offended or insulted if you feel that way. Because I think that it's very important and in these conversations and when you ask this question, it, it may seem like an attack to you, but okay. sometimes we just need to remember that you do not need to prove your self-worth or validate mm-hmm. you know, their comments, etc. Right? Because mm-hmm. only you are the person who can do that for yourself itself. So don't be offended by that. So instead of like, a lot of people, when they ask these questions, they always react emotionally. Mm. So I think you just need to take a chill pill and respond rationally. So think about it. What is the best way that you can answer the question? Yeah. And right. my weapon of choice would be to say, hey, how not to gain weight if, you know, my parents and my mom cook so well? Okay. Isn't You're it very good at <laughs> That her cooking is very nice. I mean, I have this one friend, right? He mm. always keep saying, right, that his mom always tell him, hey, you lose weight. And when, when, when are you going to lose weight? And when the mom is actually telling him this, the mom is just uh, serving him an extra scoop of rice. When are you losing weight? When are you losing weight? And he keeps eating it. So guys, that, you know, it's, it's a way to transform the conversation, to reframe the conversation or the, the meaning of the words that is being said from something right. negative, like an attack, into something, again, very... Uh, uplifting and elevating mm-hmm. so it transforms the way that the conversation is going mm-hmm. alright I think whatever that you're saying here right mm. I picked up something really important mm. it's the mindset that you that you have when you step into or you step into someone else's place it mm. could be your grandmother's place exactly. it could be your aunt or your uncle's place mm. but it's the mindset that you that you have when you step into it because if you were to step into it and and step into the place uh, go for visiting having the mindset that ah, I, I'm, I really dread um, going through all the questions over and over again then it's it's going to be really difficult for you to mm-hmm. overcome these questions yeah like you mentioned for the question that I've been taking so personally over yep. the years um, it's it's rational versus being emotional mm, exactly um only you yourself can tell yourself whether you've gained weight or whether if you want to 
slim down or be healthier. Mm. And that is your personal choice. And with that said, um, when people provide you or ask you this question, take it as a feedback instead, mm. of, a, if, instead of someone criticizing you. Because at the end of the day, when I, when I sit down and thought over it uh, myself, uh, my question to myself was, what is the end result? At yeah. the end of the day, I get upset. And mm. I, I don't feel like I can continue on the conversation anymore. Yes. Uh, and and it, it makes the entire atmosphere really awkward. Trust me. I think those of you who's been there, done that, mm -hmm. will realize that the, the entire atmosphere, it's, it's really awkward. Mm. And you don't know how to make it better once it happens. Sure. So I guess that sometimes we take things very emotionally. And when we take things very emotionally, especially negative emotions, it kinds of... Uh, blocks us and just ruins our day. So sometimes mm. when we hear something negative, just treat it as information, as feedback itself. Because I think at the end of the day, right, before we step into the room, into the conversation, we know certain things in our life are like that. For example, right. yes, I know I gain weight. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things that we hate is that to be reminded Correct. like this, we are this way and when we already know it as well. So sometimes just reminding ourselves that these things will happen will kind of calm you down before you are suddenly being confronted with this question. So right. I think it is about how we handle the unexpected. So if we kind of expect the unexpected first, before we step into the room, we can have more time to react or rather respond in a more positive mm. fashion, right? Correct, correct. I think that is definitely that that mm. is so true. And I think I definitely need to work a little bit at the same time, still work. I, I've worked on it, but I will continue to work on Keep it. Keep on working yeah, on it. Yeah. Correct, correct. You can say that, hey, I've been exercising. You want to join me? Yeah. <laughs> Before they even ask, ask that yeah. question, right? Yeah. Hey, I signed up for this membership. Do you want to come along with me? Yeah. And, you know, then it pauses. Yeah. Or maybe you can just sit down. Before they ask the question, you can say, oh, hey, by the way, I uh, gained about 2 kg. La. How Before, about you? How, how about you? <laughs> yeah, and you can like, maybe reframe it as, you know, the, the gaining weight is a sign of abundance. Ah, yeah. right. It's a new year. Yeah, right? new year, new me. You receive yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess it, it's, the, it's the way that we look at the conversations. That, like you said, it's very important to look at the mindset and the intention when we are having these conversations. Correct, mm. correct. The, the next question, mm. I think we spoke about that a little bit, but I just yeah. want to emphasize this and I, and I really need, to I need you to share with me how do you actually <laughs> answer this kind of questions? Yeah. Okay, so take, for example, they will ask you, how much are you earning? Mm. 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 And mm. I guess that one of the ways that I do this, right, is that, you know, uh, I will tell them that sometimes what I earn is not just money, but it's job satisfaction, freedom, okay, okay. ability to get to know people, right, uh, having opportunities in life, and that all these are so priceless. Yeah, so I guess that um, oh. things, some things, like I think, what was that? Some Visa or MasterCard advertisement, right, that mm -hmm. says that, you know, uh, how much are these prices? But there are some things in life that money can can't buy. Yeah, so mm. I guess I'll just use that and then continue the conversation. That itself. sounds very genuine, though. <laughs> but but my answer is yeah. also very genuine. Mm. And what, so, how do you answer it? So, uh, in all honesty, because I I I I don't know how it works, and I never really um, mm. step in to understand how this entire yes. like salary works. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, like CPF. Plus, minus, 10%, mm. 70%. Okay, now I know, but I still act blur. Yeah. Act blur, live longer. That is this term that Singaporeans <laughs> love to use. Yeah, eh? and uh, for those of you who are not in Singapore and you're thinking of what's mm. this word called CBF, it's actually a fund that actually whenever we have this salary that is 
given to us every month, 20% mm. actually goes to a retirement savings that we cannot touch until we are like 55 years old. Correct. Yeah, so it's always a, something that we as Singaporeans, being both of us being in Singapore itself, is something that we have to contend with and we don't understand, you know, how much money do I have at the end of the day and all that? How much Correct. is my employer really paying Correct. me? I am, am I being underpaid or overpaid? Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. So what I would really tell, mm. my, tell my aunts and my um, uncles um, I, I will tell them honestly after the deduction of CPFs and whatnot, mm. I really do not know how much I earn. Yeah. But well, at the very least, I feel happy at this point. Yeah, so that that is that is usually how I answer such questions. And I think that is really a good way to approach it because in that way you're actually asking for advice. And mm. who doesn't like us being asked for advice? Right. You, you ask for advice from some of your aunties and uncles that they can spend the whole day just explaining it to you, right? right. Yeah, so I guess that sometimes you, it opens up a conversation and mm-hmm. it kind of also brings the conversation somewhere else yep. rather than focusing on how much you have, you know, focusing right. on like, you know, how do you grow your money or what mm. investment you can have or maybe just taking a piece of advice from your beloved uncles and aunties. Correct, correct. I think um, at the end of the day, I feel... Um, having a conversation with your aunts, your uncles, or even your cousins, there's mm-hmm. actually a lot of things for you to learn. Definitely. Right? So I always tell myself, you know, just after the conversation, um, you know, I, I, I will feel that if I walk away um, from that conversation with mm. one thing, like something that I've learned from it, I think it's a great conversation. Definitely. Mm. So it's having an open mindset and learning and what we call a growth mindset, yeah. even in these Chinese New Year conversations. Correct, correct. Now let's go on to something more mm. lighthearted, mm-hmm. but not really. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how to I don't know how to um, position this, but yeah. questions like mm. Um, when you're, you know how when we are in Chinese New Year or when we go visiting, yeah, not only exactly. Chinese New Year, honestly, yeah. you know, we will be holding on to our phones. Mm. That is just a very typical site. Nowadays, yeah. All right, that Definitely. you see. So where will you be on? Instagram, mm. you'll be on Facebook, mm-hmm. you'll be on the social, social media platforms. Mm. So one of the common questions that they will ask is, hey, um, Adeline or Aga, you know, you haven't accepted me on <laughs> insert social media platform. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So a lot of um, this kind of questions, uh, how do you actually answer mm. to this question? Wow, that's like, you know, very interesting because some mm. of us might be a bit more private right. and others are like very open. Yeah. Right, right. And I know that uh, uh, I think for Facebook itself, it's been now a bit more popular with the older generation right. itself. Yeah, I see like my parents and their friends uh, commenting on Facebook. Like, I don't have a lot of comments on Facebook. But my father has like hundreds of comments on Facebook. Wow. Yeah, I was like, wow, they are really talking over there. <laughs> yeah, especially when they first found out about it. So I guess mm. they're their weapon of choice or social media friend mm. of choice. It's really Facebook itself. So I guess yeah. that's for some people, we are very open about it. Right. Yeah, and why not accept it? I mean, you know, it's just part of your life itself for some mm. of us. But for those of you who are still very private and a bit, you want to just guard your space a little bit. You maybe right. I think that one of the ways they can do it is to just be upfront and honest that you know why you want to keep it private. Mm. Yeah, being authentic and honest is always mm. a better way to have that conversation. So you right. show that you're a bit, I mean, sometimes it's important for you to show that side of you, that vulnerable side of you. I say, I need some space over that. Mm. Okay, and that will actually lead to a better, more healthy conversation rather than right. all the way you are just guarding yourself. Okay, what's the next question? What's the next yeah. thing? Yep. So, so I think touching on touching on what you mm. said, uh, uh, I, I think um, it's very important to not avoid the question because mm. that is what I realized. Um, when you avoid the question or you come up yeah. with a certain excuse, mm. um, it will always lead to 
it, it goes one round, you see. So yeah, they will come, come back. back mm. They will come back to you. So um, in the past, I love to give um, question uh, answers like uh, I don't really use them. Which mm. honestly, I'm not. I'm not really a very. Um, I, I don't really use a lot of social media platforms. Mm-hmm. But when I do, sometimes you know it is to rant. Yeah. Or you know to 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 throw in something more private that yes. I don't really want uh, my family members or my relatives to be involved. Mm. So I realized that once you tell them very frankly, mm-hmm. um, why do you not want to accept them on your social media platform? Actually, in fact, they will be the one who don't know what else to respond. Mm. You know, But of course, now with social media, that's that's. Um, you know, like close friends list yeah. and whatnot. So I don't think it is that bad after all. Mm. Yeah, but I do have um, I, I do have some students telling me mm-hmm. things like, uh, you know, Miss Adeline, my mom is trying to follow me on Instagram. I don't know why. <laughs> and and my question to to him was, uh, what is it that you want to hide? Mm. And his response, nothing. You know how students or people or youths, you just want to feel like you have some form of control. Yeah. Right. And although honestly you can have nothing to hide, yep. but um once you have got this um higher authority mm. in, in your life or in your society, exactly. it just you feel feels like autonomy and control, right? Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. So I think this um, you know, parents, you can you can also play this podcast use for your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it's also at that at that, that juncture of youth itself, where mm. the youth is about maybe 15, 16, all the way to right. you know, as a young adult itself, I think that we just want to guard this privacy and we want mm. that. One thing from our parents is that freedom. That, right. Oh, I have grown up in that freedom itself. Right. Yeah, so I guess that, you know, it's something more psychological rather mm. than, you know, you got, really sometimes you really have nothing to hide. Yeah. Correct, correct. But, but even if so, just tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you want to accept them or not is really up to you. Um, but of course, if you just want to sort of slide away from this question, how can you answer that, Ritz? How can I slide away from this uh, answer? Yeah, yeah, maybe I will think about a social media platform that I'm not on itself. Or like, okay. for example, I think that, especially recently I've been on TikTok and I don't really post things on TikTok, but mm-hmm. I've consumed a lot of it. Right. Yeah, so I will just show, hey, you know, this is TikTok. You know, you can learn how to cook, right? Look what they are doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I just divert the attention to something where, you know, it's a bit more interesting that will capture the attention. And then you're like, you know, they'll kind of like tell them that, you know, you want to be that hit person within your social circle that uses TikTok. Your friends don't use TikTok, right? Wow. But you use, and you can be the influencer now to influence your friends to use TikTok. Yeah, you yeah. really have some very, very good tips <laughs> up your sleeve. Huh? I guess that these uh, situations and moments have happened to me and I had to right. be, think on my feet quite a bit. Right, correct. Um, well, I will definitely try out some of what you mm-hmm. share with me. I guess uh, I can be cheeky at times as well. <laughs> That's one way you can, uh, like, say, like we said, it's about making it a bit more lighthearted so you Correct. have a more comfortable conversation. Correct. And of course, it's holidays. You should enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So if you do have any awkward questions that you would like to share with mm. all of us, you can comment on this podcast. Yeah, on our Instagram, which is uh, at Learn Just In Time. Just spelled out Learn Just In Time. Tell mm. us what are some of the comments or what conversations or what questions have you been asked before or even how you answer. Oh, yeah, please do. I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll see all of you. And uh, we wish you all, our listeners all over the world, a happy Chinese New Year. Okay, happy year of the tiger itself. And um, may the force be with you and also with me. (laughs) All right, take care. See you. Bye.